Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Able Voices podcast. I'm Dr. Rhoda Bernard, Founding Managing Director of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education and Assistant Chair of Music Education, and I'm proud to present this podcast featuring disabled artists and arts educators. We are inviting artists with disabilities to be guest hosts for the Able Voices podcast. The guest host for today's episode is Precious Perez. Precious is a classically trained pop, R&B, and Latin vocalist, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist with a double bachelor's degree in music education and vocal performance from Berklee College of Music. She is also a published children's author. Precious is blind. Her goal is to make a difference through doing what she loves and showing the world that blind people are as capable as everyone else. She hopes to inspire future generations to pursue their dreams and be successful in the same way that she has, because she knows that anything is possible and giving up is never an option. Precious aims to be the first blind Latina artist at the forefront of the Latin music industry. She is confident that she can lead, she can achieve, and she can be the one who alters the way that people see. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Able Voices podcast. My name is Precious Perez, blind singer, songwriter, and music educator. I'm honored to be your guest host. And today with me, I have John Dowling, singer, songwriter, and country extraordinaire, along with multi-instrumentalist, <laughs> among many other things. Welcome, John. How are you Thank today? Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I am great, man. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for giving me this platform to to share my uh, my work with you guys and you know share who I am and what I'm about absolutely we're excited to hear so much more about you because I know how fantastic you are but I can't wait for everybody <laughs> to to really listen to this and see what we all see as your good buddies so <laughs> <laughs> thanks man I appreciate that let's hear a little bit about how you got into music, kind of what kick-started that, what your focuses are, how you got where you are today. Sure, yeah. So um, my music journey really started when I was about four or five. Um, it started, it all revolved around a, uh, a piano that was at one of my uh, my aunt's houses. And uh, no, one, no one ever played it. It just kind of sat in the corner uh, collecting dust. And I was the only one that would go up to it occasionally and and push keys and I would hear sounds coming out of it. And I was like, Oh, that, that sounds really neat. And, uh, I discovered that, uh, you know, if I had keys in the right combinations and I could make, uh, different, different sounds. And, uh, it just kind of started from there. And, uh, eventually I would, uh, own that piano and I still have it in my possession to this day. Um, and, uh, it's, it's been good to me over these, these last, uh, you know, 18, 17 years. Um, and I actually just got it retuned a couple years ago, and it sounds sounds great. Awesome. Yeah. So you're super great at piano. We know yeah. this. Yeah. But what other instruments do you play? Because you play yeah. a lot of random I things. Do. And you record, yeah. he records his own arrangements and like does all the instrumentation, all these different things. So um, I want to hear a little bit about all the instruments you play and what kind of softwares you use to kind of – dabble in all of those areas yeah yeah man so after the piano um because i kind of want to go in, in in sequential order um i i had discovered that my neighbor uh at the time um was also a musician 
And so he he kind of took me under his wing uh, for a short time, and he kind of showed me a little bit around the the piano. Um, and then he he also he gave me a, a ukulele as a uh, as a present one year. I think I was maybe seven or eight at the time. Um, and I think that's how my love for string instruments really kind of kicked off. Although I guess you could say the the piano is a stringed instrument technically, but uh, yeah. string instruments that you that you play <laughs> with your fingers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so besides the ukulele, uh, I play the harmonica as well. Uh, I play the the banjo, the mandolin. Um, I do some key drumming uh, with with mini drums and software on my computer. Uh, uh, and speaking of software, I use uh, Native Instruments Complete Control uh, software, and I have the S sixty one Mark II keyboard, which is a S sixty one key mini keyboard. And then I use Logic uh, Logic Pro, and I have a iMac, uh, 2019 iMac, and it's, it's a pretty decent spec machine. Um, and I've been using, I've been using Mac OS since about 2014, but I've been using logic since maybe 2016 or 17. So I've been, I've been doing it for, for a couple years now. Yeah. Just a little while, you know, no yeah. big deal. It's <laughs> yeah, really right. awesome too, because all of the things that you're mentioning, logic, native instruments, OS, all of these things are accessible. Yeah. With voiceover and you yep. know I know native instruments and and you know things like pro tools have come a long way oh, in terms yeah, of accessibility dude. for yep. blind people. For sure, um, for sure. And logic too, like it's built in accessibility, which is fantastic. Yeah. And things are just getting better, like with notation software, Sibelius is now accessible on the Mac, different things like oh, that's that, which cool. is fantastic. Wow. So there's a that's lot awesome. of different options yeah. out there for anybody looking to kind of pursue these different aspects of musicality and music. Yeah. Um, speaking of disability and accessibility, um, as a blind musician, how has your accessibility played a role in your musicianship and just in general and what you do? Oh, man. Well, you know, it's it's crazy. But, like, I, I always remember as a kid, people would always say, oh, you need to advocate for yourself. You need to, you know, advocate for yourself. And I just kind of took it like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll – you know, I'll, I'll listen to what they have to say, but I never really took it seriously until I really started to notice how there were certain software, you know, pieces of software that weren't accessible. And I feel like no one was really taking the time to kind of speak up and say, Hey, you know, this isn't working, you know, working for us. So I kind of started, uh, you know, trying to reach out to, to companies and, you know, I would give feedback, um, on their, uh, their accessibility and they would usually um, I've had some success with, um, you know, uh, accessibility, uh, getting, getting chained and, uh, you know, my suggestions actually getting, getting through and getting heard. Um, this isn't exactly music related, but, uh, there's a, a company called Rogue Amoeba and they make, uh, stuff like Audio Hijack and, uh, Loopback, um, nice. which are, are, uh, you know, audio recording software and, and cable routing software. It's kind of like a virtual audio cable and windows. Um, and there was a feature uh, that I wanted to see in Audio Hijack, which is the uh, the recorder, and that was the ability to uh, record in in FLAC, and uh, which is kind of a weird uh, format. Not a lot of people would you know would use it, but uh, I'm kind of a weird guy, so um, I I contacted them and I was like, <laughs> hey, you know, do you think you could uh, you know do this? And they were like, yeah, sure, we'll see what we can do. And then in the next release, uh, they added they added FLAC support. So I was like, wow, that. I, they actually took what I said seriously. Damn. Um, and you know, That's so that, fantastic. That, that felt really cool. Um, and ever since then, I've really kind of tried to take the, uh, take the lead when it comes to 
um, you know, accessibility and uh, making things a lot easier for us uh, blind and visually impaired users, or even just you know anyone in general, you know, because that that who knows that that feature might have helped somebody, you know, who who likes to record and lost this audio, like Flack or Og or something like that. Absolutely. Man, yeah. I, need to, I need to pick your brain about um, <laughs> logic and things because, you know, I learned on Pro Tools, so for me it's, like, really hard to switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I got you. But I really would love to, to pick your brain about um, loopback and stuff because I know that, yeah, you know, when you're playing and doing virtual performances and stuff, being able to really hear what you're doing at the same time is something that you can't really do unless you have those. Yeah. So and we got to talk. We got to talk. Yeah, man. And, that, and, and like, that's also why I love Mac OS so much is because of the fact that if you want to, like, if I wanted to, um, I could take this Mac out with me when I do live gigs and I could bring my little keyboard and, and I could have access to all these different instruments and there would be zero yeah. latency, you know, even, yeah. um, and it's, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, diss windows or anything, but it seems like Mac really has the, uh, the, the, the upper hand when it comes to, uh, yeah, versatility to for sure. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So we're going to hear an excerpt of a piece of music from John. So, John, why don't you tell us about the first excerpt we're going to hear? Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm going to kind of go newest recording first and then uh, then the oldest one. So the newest recording that I'm going to uh, be sharing with you guys is one that I recorded about, I'd say, maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, I was listening to, uh, I think I was listening to, my Apple Music, my because you know how Apple Music uses your personalized station, yeah. Uh, and I was listening to it, and uh, I heard this song coming on. I was like, "Man, this is a really, really neat song." It's called uh, "It's called Ride My Thumb to Mexico" by a guy named Johnny Rodriguez, and uh, he was an older, uh, older country singer back in the the '60s. And uh, I was like, "You know what? I I, I want to record this." So I, uh, I I laid down some some uh, some bass and some drums and uh i put some pedal steel in there and uh but uh yeah it's it's a song it's called uh ride my thumb to mexico and i really really enjoy it it's a it's a great song this old highway seems so lonesome when you're going where you've been and a lonesome song can make you cry time and time again if I didn't listen to a friend of mine ten years ago today, I'd have a better job than what I got today. But the billboards on the highways and the brake lights on the cars make me jump out on the highway with my bag and my guitar. If she comes or if she goes, it doesn't Wow, thank you for sharing that. Such talent, honestly. All those instruments and the vocals, always the vocals for me. Yeah, honestly. yeah, man. Um, so we're gonna hear another excerpt. Tell us about the second piece you're gonna share with everyone. Yeah, sure. So I made this this piece in uh, let's see, I think it was it was in May of 2021 because this is when I uh, uh, had uh, saved up enough money to buy a uh, a new. Studio microphone. I, I at the time I purchased I purchased the uh, the Shure SM7B and I was kind of playing around with that because uh, I I love the way that that thing sounds and uh, so I recorded uh, that was one of the, this this was probably the first recording I did with the uh, the microphone and it was a uh, 
a Stonewall Jackson song. And uh, after I recorded it, I kind of just forgot about it. You know, I didn't really post it anywhere, like to my YouTube or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in December, um, on December 4th, uh, I found out that Stonewall Jackson had passed away. Um, and I think it was uh, in his in his 90s, at least. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, what, 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 a, what an icon. So I, uh, I posted it to my YouTube as kind of a tribute to him. And uh, there's a song that's called Why I'm Walking. I got my angel on my mind, that's why I'm walking. There's such an ache in this old heart, now I ain't talking. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Uh, the SM7B is my dream microphone, but yeah, uh, I, I'm, I can't pay for that right now. One day, <laughs> one day we're going to do it. Yeah, uh, man. But that's amazing quality. Um, you yeah, have all dude. the top notch things. And what's cool is that you have the ability to do all of this just from where you're at. Like you're not yeah. in a quote unquote professional, professional studio, studio, but it studio, sounds yeah. so good. Yeah, um, no, I, and I, that I, speaks to your craft and to your yeah. musicianship and just like your passion for sure. Yeah, you dude, can definitely yeah. hear it come through. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed that I uh you know, that we have this technology. And I mean I remember when I was six years old I was playing with a little Yamaha keyboard and uh it wasn't anything, you know, to to write about. I didn't even have a little, you know, a multi track recorder and it was just a yeah. just a straight up little keyboard. And uh and I just remember thinking to myself, man, I wish I could, you know, record some music and play it back and here here I am, you know, it's like full circle, man. It's crazy. Like I mean if if six year old me knew that, you know, I would be doing that, I'd I don't know what what he would do he'd probably think it was crazy yeah i feel the same way it's like when you look back and see how far you've come from where you started yeah it's kind of mind-blowing you think about yeah, it like, man i remember when i couldn't sing this song or when i couldn't play yeah. this thing or you know i remember when i didn't know how to use this and it's, it's a really cool feeling for sure growth and being able to really share what you do and your passion with people and really make people happy and i know that's something that's really really high um on your list of goals for you is really just to make people happy and share. Yeah, man. Yeah. For and sure, you do that sure. all the time. All yeah. the time. <laughs> Thank you, man. So you. I want to know, you've mentioned some really important nuggets of wisdom as far as accessibility and shared a lot about what's available for blind and visually impaired users out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are looking to get into music and to really start uh, playing around with whether it's producing or making instrumentals or whatever the case may be, what yeah. advice would you have for musicians with disabilities in general overall? Well, um, I, I think really the, the most important thing to, to say is to not let your, your disability uh, become a, a barrier uh, between you and your, your craft. You know, don't let, you know, your blindness or your, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, you know, what have you, don't let that, 
stop you from uh, from reaching your your goals and dreams because uh, it it can happen, man. You know, if with with, with the with the right uh you know positivity and and if you just if you just think positive and you keep those 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 positive vibes going, man, it will it will happen. You just have to keep uh, keep at it. Absolutely. Day by day, moving forward in positive vibes. We love to hear mm-hmm. it. We love to hear it. Yeah. So before before we wrap up, tell yeah. everyone where they can find John Dowling and John Dowling's music and everything else. Yeah, man. So you can uh, you can check me out on Apple Music and Spotify and uh, other places like Pandora and wherever other songs are found uh, under the artist name John Dowling Jr., and uh, Dowling is spelled D-O-W-L-I-N-G. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being here today, John. It's been such an honor to really share this with you and give you the ability to share what you do and your vibrant spirit and words of wisdom with everybody today. So thank you. Yeah, man, of course. And actually, I, I do have one more uh, one more thing. It's kind of a, a plug, I guess, if you will. Go for um, it. If you are a blind musician and uh, you you live uh, here in the U.S. Um, and you you receive SSI uh, benefits, you can actually uh, there's a uh, a program you can sign up for. It's called the, the Able Artists Foundation, and uh, they can actually send you discounts uh, based on um, you know if you use software instruments um, and like different uh, libraries, you can you can get discounts uh, to receive. Uh, receive them at a cheaper price, which is really cool. Fantastic. I need to look into that too. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here, John. It's been an honor to host another episode of the Able Voices podcast. Please stay tuned. And this concludes this episode. See you later. production of the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education, led by me, Dr. Rhoda Bernard, the founding managing director. It is produced by Daniel Martinez Del Campo. The intro music is by Kai Levin, and our closing song is by Sebastian Batista. Kai and Sebastian are students in the arts education programs at the Berkeley Institute for Accessible Arts Education. If you would like to learn more about our work, you can find us online at berkeley.edu slash B-I-A-A-E, or email us at B-I-A-A-E at berkeley, that's L-E-E, dot E-D-U.